0: Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for his coming, and the signs that he spoke of are all around us shouting, watch therefore and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. Hallelujah, for the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. It looks like He's not in control. It looks like everything is falling apart, yet we know our Savior Jesus sits on the throne next to our Father in heaven, and He is in control, and He has a plan, and it's called Bible prophecy, and He has a plan for His people to walk in His ways at this time. We are living in exciting, incredible, prophetic times Yet there is a way we can go forward. It's in His Holy Word. Now, I have a special guest on the program. Of course, my name is Dove Schwartz, host of Watch Therefore. And we have back with us again Pastor Ray Jensen from Calvary Chapel, Beshalom in Pearland, Texas. Ray, great to be with you once again on the program.
1: Great to be with you, Dove. Good to be here.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know that you uh, recently shared some exciting things in the congregation that I think will be very helpful at helping our listeners, and me too, as we have to walk it out. If we have to, as we have to walk out our faith in Messiah Jesus in incredibly what I call often uh, times that are like a, a field, a landmine field, uh, and that's increasingly what it feels like. Just today, I was watching on the news, uh, and a priest in France was murdered by ISIS. Uh, for the longest time, ISIS has threatened to come after the heart of Roman Catholicism by attacking Rome, and so now. We see them killing this priest in France today, and it's just horrible what's going on. Uh, Ray, I'm going to ask you to lead us in a word of prayer, and then we're going to talk about some things, some ways of the Lord that he has for us to walk out, out our faith at this time, okay?
1: Okay. Father God, thank you for giving us this opportunity. Lord be among us. In our presence, even with those who are on the radio, even if they're driving in their car by themselves, they're with us through this radio program, Lord God. Bring your understanding of what we're going to discuss in your word, and thank you, Lord God, that you have given it to us. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Well, Ray, share with our listeners, you're in the book of Exodus right now uh, at at the church teaching and preaching. Uh, Share with our listeners um, kind of a theme uh, that you were going over just this past Sunday, at the congregation
1: yeah we were in exodus 27 and it's been they've been getting instructions from god on how to make the tabernacle and uh in exodus 27 they talk about making the altar of burnt offering and uh also there is um, uh, some talk about the court the outer outside court of the tabernacle and god had a specific way he wanted this to be built and, and specific colors and specific dimensions and things to present us a picture of things that he's trying to tell us about himself and his relationship with us.
0: It's very good, Ray. It's very good. I studied this a little bit down through the years as well. I'm, I'm very interested in it. There are even special instruments of sacrifice and there are materials that are very specific in their instruction for usage and there's just so much That's going on in that tabernacle Ray go ahead and begin to introduce the teaching of this with our listeners today
1: okay in Exodus 27 it talks about the altar of burnt offering it was made of acacia wood and it was had uh, bronze over it and uh, this is where they came with sin offerings Uh, and and what they did with it there were horns on the four corners of the uh, altar and if I could read real quick from Leviticus eight fourteen, and sure. he brought the bull, he brought the bull for the sin offering, and Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the bull for the sin offering, and Moses killed it. Then he took the blood and put some of the horn and put on the horns of the altar all around with his finger and purified the altar. And he poured the blood at the base of the altar and consecrated it uh, to make atonement for it. So they they put blood on the horns. For the Day of Atonement, and you know, when you go into the tabernacle, the first thing that's there when you go in is that altar. You know, to get to the presence of God, to come in as men, sinful men, to go towards the presence of God, the first thing you have to do is have forg- is have your sins transferred off of you and onto a sacrifice, right. and that requires repentance on your part. We all have to have repentance. You know, you hear this gospel going around that is a non-repentant salvation type of gospel. Just say, Jesus, Lord, you're fine. That is not the way the tabernacle is laid That's out. Right. But the way it's laid out is, first, you have got to go and have that sin offered. Now, when it says they put their hands on the head of the bull, that was like a transference. It was a transference of sin from, from yourself to the sacrifice. You know, when you want to come to the presence of God, there has to be a transference. Now, for us today, Jesus, the ultimate sacrifice, there has to be a transference of sin from you to him. Your sin can't stay on you for you to go to the presence of God. That's that's right. That's right. altar of burnt offering has to be there first, because God is going to judge sin... He's gonna judge it in his wrath and it's gonna be condemned. You know, Dove, to be saved, you have to have your sin condemned upon Jesus Christ instead of upon yourself. That's right. And so it's wonderful, a wonderful picture. And that the tabernacle has that altar of burnt offering first. That is the first thing you must do. Dove, of all the pictures I've ever had in the Bible that talks about repentance and sacrifice being absolutely mandatory for salvation, this is the best biblical picture we have for that.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And the Bible is very clear, even in Hebrews, that the blood of bulls and goats cannot eternally, completely pay for sin. These things were a type, a picture, a shadow of the Messiah who would come, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. It's true, Ray. What you've said. We live in a world that says, "No, no, no. My sins don't have to be transferred to anyone else. Sin's not that big of a deal. It's not. No, no, no. God. God is love. Well, no, God is love. God is holy, and He's just and righteous and good. And the reality is, sin sends people to hell. There is a real place called hell, and and the real the reality is, sin is a killer. We are all dying because of sin. That's Everyone around us is dying. We are dying, going to a grave. But that Messiah comes first in the rapture for his children. And other than that, all through time, sin has killed everyone. So we need to understand how serious sin is. And by the way, in the Bible, there is an exception to what I just said. With regard to Enoch and Elijah, they didn't see a grave but these are very rare exceptions. Now, Ray, we know this Savior of ours, he was buried on the third day rose again. Hallelujah. There's the gospel. There's the payment for sin. What's next in the tabernacle?
1: Well, we move on a little bit. It talks about the court. He says you should make the court, and he talks about the length it should be and, and, and how there should be pillars. Uh, these pillars, 20 pillars, and there are 20 sockets of bronze that these pillars, that they hang the uh, curtains, and... Uh, and, and, and it's uh, real neat to, to see the structure work of these pillars. And, you know, we think of the tabernacle. You can also think of the temple, if you will, also. There were these pillars and the structure work. I got to looking at this, and I found in Revelation 3.12, it says, He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God. Hallelujah. And, you know, I, I see a sense of permanence about this in the house of God. You know, Dove. whenever I'm at a funeral... You usually hear somebody read Psalm 23, verse 6 aloud, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And, you know, when God says, I'll make you a pillar, that was a permanent piece of the structure there. You know, we are the we are the body of Christ here. We are the temple. You know, that tabernacle depicts this. God says, I'm giving you a place of permanence you come unto me if we if we come unto the lord by that that altar ask for forgiveness we live a life of sacrifice we have our sin penalty transferred upon that sacrifice jesus christ and we're saved by jesus Hallelujah. god says i i give you a permanent place with me and This is dwelling in the house of the Lord forever, Dove, and it's just very exciting. You know, when I look over this stuff, you know, okay, here's pillars and hang the curtains and all. You know what? Don't glide over the top of it. Look in there and see why does God, why is he saying to build these structures in here and then see what it means. Dove. I see some excitement in Exodus 27 in the tabernacle.
0: Now, Ray, I'll tell you, you're going to have to hold on to yourself here, and, and you can't Go up in the clouds in the rapture right this second and leave us behind. We've got a break to go to, but it sounds like you're excited in Jesus. You're you're uh, full of his Holy Spirit, and for that, I'm very thankful. We've got to go to a break. If you go up in that rapture, we who believe are going to go up with you, and we can have the rest of this program in the air. But other than that, we've got to take a break for just a moment, Okay. Now, uh, sure. we have this program that is brought to us by our wonderful ministries under watch. Therefore, blessing Israeli believers poured out for the nations. Our work in poured out for the nations, actually, we're getting ready to go to Uganda. People have been sending in gifts to partially pay for this trip. There's more that we could receive. We're going to minister to 200 orphans in Uganda under Pastor Lewi. Uh, there's so many expenses here. There's plane tickets. There's uh, There's hotel rooms. There's... There's rental vehicles, there's things for the orphans, there's food, there's all kinds of expenses, but we we just trust the Lord to make the way for us. So you can participate in this Uganda trip, which is going to be in August. Uh, we're going August 27 into the first week of September. Uh, you can go to pouredoutforthenations.com or watchtherefore.tv. We encourage you to go to watchtherefore.tv where you can find Many different parts of our ministry, including our media ministry, is located there. Exciting things are getting ready to come up with Watch Therefore. We're getting ready to do some video programming and maybe even television programming. Good stuff. And so we would just ask you to pray and ask the Lord, would you want me, Lord, to participate and partner with this ministry? Now, having said that, we want to get right back to Pastor Ray's teaching. What's next in the tabernacle, Pastor Ray?
1: Well, we see a talk about the care of the lampstand. And he says in Exodus 27:20, 20, he said, You shall command the children of Israel that they bring you pure oil of pressed olives for the light to cause the lamp to burn continually. And so Aaron and his sons, they were to tend to it from evening until morning before the Lord to be a statute forever to their generations on behalf of the children of Israel. They were to bring fresh oil to that menorah, the lampstand, Inside the tabernacle, and you know, um, I got to looking at the concepts uh, the, uh, of how olive oil works. You know, olive oil can go bad. Uh, yes. It can, if it gets old, it'll get sour, it'll get stagnant. And you know, he says, come in continually with with pure oil, fresh, good oil. And you know, we have a life. It burns in us. And you know, you're to come before the Lord with fresh oil every day. You know, Dove, I've talked to people before that say, I'm all churched out right now, or you know, I'm a Christian and I go to this church or used to, but right now I'm taking a break and they've been and their break has been like several years long. Right, right, right. You know, the Lord says, Hey, you come with fresh oil. Now, Dove, I asked the question. To some people, before let's say you're that one of those priests, and you're supposed to go in there with that fresh oil to keep that lamp burning, and you say, oh, you know, I think I'll skip today. I think I'll just kind of put it off for today or for a week." What happens to that lamp?
0: Yeah, it goes it'll, right out. It'll it goes right out. Yeah,
1: it'll dim out, go out. You know, I want to say to some of you out there who you're saying you're a Christian and you're telling people you're Christian and you believe in your your mind that you're saved, but you you have a stagnant spirit life. You have a very stagnant spirit life, and you're not you're not going before the Lord every day with fresh oil. You're not out there trying to be a light that shows people who your King is, because that's how you glorify the Lord by showing people. I want to show you Matthew five fourteen. He says, "You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill can't be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house." Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. We have to glorify our Father. And if you're taking that break or I'm churched out, I don't feel like it today. What's happening to your lamp? It's going dim and your oil is getting stagnant. You need a fresh pouring on of the Holy Spirit and light that sun up, man. Get and show people
0: who your God is. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The oil is a picture of the Holy Spirit. We are to be, the Bible says in Ephesians, we are to, commanded to be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's a command, that's not a suggestion, and that means we have to order up our lives to facilitate an environment where the Holy Spirit is not grieved, but He is pleased. And we need to ask our Father in heaven, O Holy Father, fill us in Messiah Jesus' name with the Holy Spirit. What's next in the tabernacle, Ray?
1: Well, let me back us up a tad. To Exodus twenty seven sixteen. About this gate. You know, we talk about the tabernacle, but there was a gate to go in. Twenty seven, sixteen. Exodus twenty seven sixteen. For the gate of the court there shall be a screen twenty cubits long, woven of blue, purple, and scarlet thread. And I gotta ask you the question though of what color? It was purple and it was blue and scarlet thread. And for those of you who don't know, the color purple back then meant Royalty. royalty.
0: That's right. That's purple
1: right. was a very expensive color to make and only the rich and the royal could afford it. And so you may remember in the book of Esther, they put a, a royal apparel on him of blue and purple. And, and the rich man in Luke 16, he was dressed in, in purple. Friends, I want to tell you that when the gate is blue and, and, and purple and scarlet, these colors represent royalty. The way to get to God is through royalty and power. That's why it was purple. John 14:6 Jesus said because he's royalty, I am the way, the truth and the life. That's no right. one comes to the Father except through me. You know friends, we approach the presence of God through a royal gate. Jesus even said in John 10:9, "I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved." No right. I just this is so exciting to look at of all this these pictures and illustrations God gives us in the tabernacle and there's an order to it first you go in through the royal gate and right there is the sacrifice where where he where we get the picture that Jesus is our way in and he is our sacrifice that must happen first first through Jesus no other way and by sacrifice and repentance before you can go on further to the presence of God. go help me out. I'm about to explode here. I
0: know and you're
1: listening <laughs> time is an it's issue exciting. as
0: well. time is an issue. we've got about three minutes left, Ray and and so we're going to have to finish this teaching on the tabernacle because we need to really cover this gospel and this gospel is such that that way in that gate Jesus the Lord said, "I am the door." He didn't say I am a door. He said I am the door. And so King Messiah Jesus is the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. And, and and so he is the sacrifice for our sins. This innocent Savior died on the cross. He was buried on the third day. He rose from the grave. Now, Ray, would you would you please talk to our listeners about repentance? Coming to Messiah Jesus. And, and, and how they can do that. And, and then we'll, I've got some other things I want to make sure we talk about before we're, we're done. So go ahead.
1: Yes, repentance is turning around. That's the literal meaning, to turn around. And, you know, we need help from our Messiah, Jesus, to know to do it. And he can show you what your sins are. You, know, you can't be the same old, same old and go unto God. You have to be changed. Jesus Christ will change you. And so if you've got a sin problem, what God's Word says is sin. I'm not going to debate what sin, what ain't. What God's Word says is sin is sin. That's right. Don't get political correct. Let God's Word tell you what it is. That's right. And you have to repent of that. You have to release it. You've got to let that go and have it consumed on the altar of sacrifice to go in. And so what are, Let the Lord review you, and if you're feeling a conviction about a sin problem in your life, you need to turn from that sin. You can't go into into the tabernacle. You can't go into God's presence and take the sin with you. A lot of people today, they want to just walk right in. They want to go around the the altar. You can't do that. You have to pass by the altar first. And so, Lord God, please help your people to understand what they need to repent of so they can come to you. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord God. Amen.
0: Amen and amen. And I would encourage anyone who's listening today who uh, has not yet received Jesus as Lord. You haven't really come through the door. You might have come through a church door, but you haven't come through the kingdom door, which is Messiah Jesus. Come to him today. Listen, folks, time is getting short. Uh, the whole world is shaking under ethnic strife. Uh, there are uh, new diseases coming off the charts and old ones that are coming back. Uh, The earthquakes are everywhere, famine, uh, the world is shaking under the weight of its sin and and is on a wide path that leads to destruction. But there's a a narrow gate and a narrow path that leads to life. And only a few find it. Come to Jesus today. Don't wait any longer. Don't wait any longer. Give your life to Messiah Jesus today. Now, Ray, with just a little bit of the time that we have left, would you invite uh, folks, we've got a couple minutes. Would you please invite uh, our listeners to church and tell them a little bit about Calvary Chapel Beth Shalom? I wanted to make sure you had time to do that.
1: Yes, we'd like to see you at Calvary Chapel Paraland. Uh, go to CalvaryChapelParaland.com. com. The information is all there. We meet at sun, uh, 6 o'clock on Sundays. We, we keep God's order, just like it says, gate first. Altar first, then go. We do his order to the Jew first. We have a specific vision in that, in Israel. We'd like to bless Israel. And, you know, we always present the gospel. We want to make sure you know your your Messiah, Jesus, is Jewish, and he loves his people as a Gentile. It's wonderful. Come see us at Calvary Chapel, Pearland. We'd love to see you. I will personally meet you myself if you come in. com. I look forward to seeing you.
0: That's right. I, I want to also tell our listeners, Calvary Chapel, Pearland, that's where they can hear the Bible taught line upon line. It, it doesn't matter what I think or you think if it's not based in the Word of God, and you'll hear the Word of God taught line upon line, chapter upon chapter, book upon book at Calvary Chapel, Beth Shalom, in Pearland. So go to calvarychapelpearland.com. You'll meet Ray there, and, uh, and, and, and who knows? The Lord knows you could walk out of there as, as fiery and excited about being saved by Jesus as Pastor Ray is. And that would be a really good thing. And, uh, and, and so don't miss it. Go to Calvary Chapel Pearland, com. And also, don't forget, you can sign up for our uh, monthly newsletters for our ministries. You can go to blessingisraelibelievers.com. You can go to pouredoutforthenations.com. You can go to watchtherefore.tv. We have all these different things going on that are so exciting. If you go to watchtherefore.tv, you'll find these other ministries I've just mentioned. And you can find a place to sow in where the Lord's put on your heart. If you're interested in seeing the Jewish people saved and and walking in discipleship. If you want to bless Israel, you can do so through Blessing Israeli Believers. If you want to uh, partner with us in Africa. You can do so. If you want to partner with us through Calvary Chapel Pearland in Texas, you can do that. So we just encourage all of our listeners, get on our monthly newsletter so you can keep up with us. And and I'm not just talking about financial partnership. I'm talking about prayer partnership. We need people who are prayer warriors to be praying for the work that we're doing. Oh, Lord, help us. So, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, bless our listeners today. Bless them to be ready for your coming help us to learn what it means to watch therefore and to be ready father bless 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 our listeners and may we be ready for you to come for us in the clouds lord jesus amen so ray thank you so much for being on the program once again today
1: i'm so glad to be here thank you for having me
0: that's right and remember to watch therefore messiah jesus is coming any moment Thanks for listening today and please join me every day Monday through Friday unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv and mail Watch for P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.